Hello, I'm Curtis Bowers, and this is Agenda Weekly. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I really appreciate it. Hope you're having a good week. We're starting to get some nice, warm, sunny weather down here in Alabama, which has been wonderful. I haven't seen the sun in a few months. and uh, But anyway, I hope you're doing well wherever you are, and I appreciate you watching these things each week. Those watching on Rumble, please like and follow. It really is a blessing to helping this message get out there. I also wanted to thank you subscribers for being a part of what we do. I appreciate it greatly. Thank you for all your notes and letters of encouragement. We appreciate that. One of the Agenda Weekly subscribers who is a good friend of mine has been for many years. He wrote me a note and I'm going to read it to you. His name's Eric. He sent me a picture of this beautiful double rainbow over the ocean as the sun's setting. And he said this, I sent it to you today as encouragement and evidence of a loving God who keeps all of his promises to those who know and love him. Could it be, and I want this message to be for you as well, could it be that someday soon God will use the weak, small, humble things to undo the seemingly unlimited power and control of all the bigs, big intimidating giants? to show his awesome strength, power, and wisdom over all created things. I'm counting on it. Anyway, I thought that was encouraging and just wanted to share that with you. Thank you, Eric, and thanks to all of you that send me sweet notes and things all the time. I really appreciate it very much. Today, we're going to finally answer some more of your questions. We haven't done this in a while because there's so many hot topics and things going on, but we're going to get through as many as we can. I appreciate you doing this. And a lot of times, even when we don't have time to answer specific questions, like in an episode today, they give us the ideas to have an episode on what you're asking about realizing, okay, a lot of people are asking about some subject that we probably need to cover. And so then we do an episode on that. So we always read all of them and we try to get to as many of them as possible. But that's what we're going to do today. At the very end, I'm going to play you another song. And this is my whole family, including myself, singing a song called What a Day That Will Be. And it's one of my favorite songs. I think it'll be a blessing to you, but we'll do that at the end. But thank you again for joining me today. The first comment is by Patricia, and she says, I'm writing to thank you for your sermon testimony on God's faithfulness in your life that you gave at Sugarland Bible Church a few months ago. And she went on to talk about how me talking about the things God had done for me personally and my family encouraged her to just take some big steps of moving forward in her life to be all in. And I want to encourage you all with that. Make sure you're all in with God that he is truly the boss, and you're truly asking of God, what would you have me to do? What should I do about this or that? Or how do I prepare? Or how do I influence my neighbors more or my children or whatever? And any of you that would like to see that, it was one of the episodes of Agenda Weekly a couple years ago. It's called The Story Behind the Agenda Film. And it's one of the episodes on here. You can go back and see that. It's just amazing, just in our own personal family, how faithful God has been. And I know each of you would have a testimony like that. But it's important to share those testimonies with others to encourage them. So, but anyway, thank you, Patricia. And I'm so glad that it was a blessing to you. Brian says, my wife and I listen to your podcast most every week. 
I know you've mentioned them before, but would you tell us several of the resources you use for topics you cover on the shows each week? Well, there's so many different ones, but if you we we subscribe to a bunch of different newsletters, Gary Call. There's a couple different Skousen newsletters of some of the uh, nephews and grandchildren of Cleon Skousen, who wrote The Naked Communist, McIlvaney Intelligence Advisor, and several other newsletters I can't think of right now. Uh, Steve Bannon, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Alex Newman, the John Burst Society, and all their materials they put out every week. We go through those and skim over those to see if there's things we're missing or not talking about that we should be talking about. The New American Magazine, Mike Adams, Joseph Mercola, the Children's Defense website, Generations Radio, Bill Perkins at Compass, G. Edward Griffin and his stuff, and then people like Dr. Peter McCullough and Pierre Corey, when we're dealing with medical issues, two great doctors and many different pastors and independent podcasts. And so we probably have 50 or 60 different sources that we comb through every week to make sure we're not missing any key thing. And a lot of these are ones that aren't mainstream. And it's good to keep a pulse on what's going on there because uh a lot of times they'll come across something that's very important that's not being covered. So anyway, that's some of the different things we look at each week. And, and us going through all those things, 30 plus hours a week, hopefully helps you not have to do that. That's the whole point of Agenda Weekly, is to save you time so you have more time to act. Ron says... I've subscribed and been listening to your podcast for over six months. I can't say how much I appreciate your doing the research to condense what I need to know to what I have time to consume. Well, exactly. I didn't know that was the next question, but that's what we're all about, Ron. Thank you for commenting on that. One area of concern I have is knowing what to do to prepare my family, consisting of me and my wife, three daughters and son-in-laws, and seven grandchildren, and my church for possible hard times. He goes, do you have any resources and things like that? One of the episodes, and we'll link that below this week, was called Prepping for 2030, which was a good overview of a lot of the different areas we need to be thinking about um, to make sure we have what we need if something really bad was to happen. Also, there were some episodes with Jeff Botkin talking about key things in your community to be building up to make stronger so they're ready to withstand whatever might be coming. We're also working on a book, and my son Joshua, who helps me with all of this, what we're doing is is really putting that together, but it's going to be called The Great Christian Reset, and it's going to have a lot of areas in there of, of being prepared, but also taking back control of your life. Stop doing things the way the world's been doing them because they don't work. And so it gives you about 15 different categories or so of, of things to think about. Here's how God said these are, things are to be done and make sure you're doing them that way. But that should be done, I think, in about a month or so. And I'll let you know, of course, and do an episode on that when it's ready. Jill said, we are very grateful for all your hard work in ministry. You have been very influential in my family leaving California and moving to Idaho and becoming politically involved. If I recall correctly, did you at one time have a copy of a document to have our unmarried adult children sign that would allow us to have power of medical attorney if needed? Yes, and I think we had it below just a week or two ago as well, but I'll put it below this week. 
and it's important to get. And your married children, they need to get it for each other, where the husband and the wife each have that for the other one in case you have to go into the hospital. And you just, you don't know what they'll do or say that you, oh, you said it was okay to do this and maybe you were out of it or whatever. You want to have total control. So if someone has to go in, you let those doctors know right there, I have the medical power of attorney for this individual who is my son or my daughter or my husband or wife. And so you need to ask me before you do anything. And so it, it just, it makes them have to do that, which is very important. Anne says, Hi, Curtis. After listening to your Agenda Weekly yesterday, 126, my heart was very heavy. There is so much evil going on in the world. It's overwhelming. You mentioned the Chinese Communist Party waiting to conquer and take over our country. But what about the Muslims, pro-Hamas Palestinians? We know they want death to us Americans. I wonder where they fit in. Thanks for all you do. Yes, uh, and uh, they're a key part of the puzzle. But in my study, it's the communists who are the most deadly because they're the ones that also stir up those type of groups to do their work for them. Uh, and so, but, but yes, that's another great threat in having our borders wide open where Islamic terrorists can come right into our country by the thousands, just like the young military-aged Chinese can come into our country by the thousands, is deadly. And so many great threats. Don't worry about those threats as much as praying, God, put a hedge of protection around me and my family and our country, and please expose their plans and agenda items. And he might allow them to pull something big off. But as an answer to our prayers, to wake more people up where people turn back and repent to him, going, God, we're sorry for what we have done. That's the ultimate solution. And usually... That solution takes really hard times. So just because we go into really hard times, don't think God has forgotten about us or whatever. Sometimes that's exactly what he sends to answer our prayers. She goes on then about Greg Abbott and all the good things he's doing, but then has heard some concerns about him and everything. He is just a classic establishment Republican. But he finally wants to do something now to look good to his base. It's, it's the typical Republican response. When things get bad enough, even though you haven't done anything for three years in closing the border and just making it happen, whatever you have to do to protect your citizens, uh, then you finally do something to look good and act like you're really conservative. Again, if he does some stuff now, great. But he should have done this for the last three years. But so it's like so many. They do some good things every now and then so they can always point to that. If you say, I don't think you're really conservative or I don't think you really love America or the Constitution, they say, hey, don't you remember when I stood up for this or that or whatever? I saw it in Idaho constantly. They do all these bad things, but then one big thing right out in the public eye so they can always point to that. Of course, I'm conservative. I passed the constitutional carry amendment thing or whatever. So... Unfortunately, that's the game they play to confuse the public who doesn't follow the day-to-day -day decisions and actions of those who are representing them. Janet says, what is the safest browser to use on the internet? I think right now it's Brave. Brave browser, I think, is the best one that I've come across. And it just, it doesn't keep any information on you. And, and it gives you searches that are much better in that they haven't weeded out all the conservative stuff just to give you the liberal responses and things. 
but I think that um, that's the one I use. Chad, who lives in Nampa, Idaho, not too far from where I live for many, many years. How do I find a local bank that is also stable? You need to go and first look up what are all the banks in that area now. I don't remember what they all are, um, but look them up and you'll see there'll be probably some small independent banks or credit unions that are literally maybe a one or two building operation, and that is it. And most of those operations, they're run really well because they have a limited amount of money. So they're just giving loans to other people to have their money there, and they keep close eyes on things. They're not gambling in the stock market usually, like the big banks and stuff like that. But then that money stays right in your community, which is a blessing. So there's money there to be loaned out to people right there. Uh, but it also doesn't fund the big banks that are using all the profits to implement the Great Reset and destroy us. But uh, So I don't know exactly which ones are there, but almost every town I've ever been in, little towns I've lived in, there's a little local bank. And sometimes it's just one location or whatever, but it's tied in. And you can talk to the president and you can talk to them how they do what they do and, and they'll show you what's going on. But that's what I've done and I think it's a great thing to do. David said this, he said, Curtis, I've truly enjoyed Agenda Weekly so far this year. Thank you for putting it together each week. I have a question regarding farming. I farmed a corn soybean farm with my dad for a number of years. He always did it conventional, GMO, etc. It is the model that everything is geared towards. Since his passing a few years back, I've continued to do it as he did, but I don't feel good about it. Are there contacts you know of that might help me with this? Yes, there are. Um, there's a lot of great people doing things. One book you need to get is called You Can Farm by Joel Salatin. He would be someone that you'd want to look at what he's doing. Joel Salatin. I've been to his farm in Virginia. and It's a really neat operation doing things naturally and where the farm is in a you know, something that's toxic and poisons everywhere and manure where it stinks and everything like that. But You Can Farm talks about a lot of different things people are starting to transition their farms to, to make money in different ways, off different things. That would be one thing I would tell you about. But I would encourage you to do that. I agree. When you're producing food that's literally toxic to people, that's probably not the best thing to be doing. But because... It's been so exposed to so many people. A lot of people are looking for healthy food. So there's a lot of people doing different things. If you go to Joel Salatin's site, you'll probably then be able to also see other people connected to him and just start to get into that network. It's a network of people that are just doing things different and they're really being prosperous in that because there's a high demand for it. And I don't know exactly where you live and everything, but if you're even close at all to a major city, there's a huge demand for natural, healthy food. And you'll love doing it that way. You'll make probably more money than you are now, but you'll have a farm that you're proud of. You can have tours of and people coming out and see where their food is grown and things like that. Sharon says, months ago, I saw information about ordering medications such as antibiotics and other meds through a website, and I can't recall the website. And what it is, it's the Wellness Company with Dr. Peter McCullough. If you go to their website, yes, you can order some of those things and just have them on hand so you're ready 
the day you start to feel sick or if another thing starts swirling around, you're ready to go. You don't have to wait days to get a doctor's appointment and get all that stuff. So that's wise for everybody. And there might be other natural places doing that as well, but that's one that I know of, the wellness company. And Dr. Peter McCall is involved with that. They do a doctor visit over the phone and, and then give you the prescription and send you the stuff and everything. So you just have it there ready to go, which is a wise thing to do. April said, thanks so much for continuing to provide access to all the previous episodes. Things are always so busy for us and I try to watch them when I can. Yes, and we'll keep those always all on there for you. Many of you that have not been members since the very beginning might want to go to your dashboard and flip back through episodes and look at all the different topics there. Watch some of those because there's a lot of just great information. Some of you that have been with us since the very beginning, you might want to flip back through there because there might be things now you need to share with others that, yeah, you heard about back then, but you need to be reminded of now. So anyway, I encourage you all to do that because it's a, a wealth of knowledge that's just sitting there to be used. Carol says, Curtis and family, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you and give you peace. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do. All of you that let me know that you're praying for me, I appreciate that so much. I can't even tell you how much that means. Please do that. Put us on your little prayer list up on the fridge or whatever. Um, we would greatly appreciate that. You have opened our eyes to so much, especially through your agenda films. So many will not see it. They want to believe America is still what it was in the 50s. And she goes on about that a little bit, yes. Um, but the good thing about hard times that we're already in and that are coming, it finally shakes them out. So don't give up on them. And they might be willing to watch those movies sometime in the near future as more and more things happen. And I want to encourage you, all of you right now on that too. I forgot to bring this up before, but... I know most of you have probably seen the Agenda films. That's why you watch Agenda Weekly, which is great. But don't forget how powerful a tool those things are. We've been traveling the last several months all over. And at almost all the meetings, you have 300 people there. And I'll ask, how many of you have seen Agenda grinding America down? Three hands go up. None of them have seen it. They've never even heard of it. And then I talk about some of the things in it and they're completely blown away. And I realize it's still a fresh, current, relevant film um, that needs to be utilized. It is such a powerful tool. And God helped us make that. But in 90 minutes, their whole world is turned upside down. So don't forget about that. Just because you've seen it five times or whatever, don't assume everybody else has. So many people that have invited me to their meeting when I ask that question, they're shocked that they go, these are all my friends and they've never seen it. They just assumed they had, so they hadn't told them about it. But anyway, I just want to encourage you with that. Use those films. Um, they are so powerful. And I'm so grateful God allowed us to make them. Then there's one here. It says, very good podcast. Thank you for doing all that research and detailed work. So blessed by you and Crockett and Joshua. Love mom. <laughs> it was my mom. <laughs> anyway, it was funny when I saw that. Thanks, Mom. I love you too. 
Then there was one from Sherry. It said, a year and a half ago, we began a Patriot prayer group at our home. We invited friends and neighbors, and we now have a small, dedicated group of faithful prayer warriors. That is so wonderful, Sherry. Thank you for doing that. That's a great idea for all of you. If you got together once a week or once a month with a group of friends, and for an hour you just went around and prayed for our country and prayed that you all will have wisdom in that area and that God will multiply your loaves and fishes to influence and just be a powerful force for good in that area. That is a great idea. This is from Matt. He says, you've mentioned on your broadcast about alternative medicines. Are there certain websites or books you recommend? Two books I totally recommend is, it's called Be Your Own Doctor, Part 1 and Part 2. Be Your Own Doctor. It's something we've used as a family so often. Go through there when something happens and they tell you natural remedies or things to do. Even like I told you before in one of the episodes a few months ago, one of my sons got burned really badly. His face, his chest, everything. And we went and found some of the things to do and they worked amazing. He doesn't even have a scar. And some of them were third degree burns. It was really neat. But those are great books. Be Your Own Doctor and then... Websites, I can't think of any right off the top of my head. I should have thought of some. But if you tie into even their website where they sell Be Your Own Doctor, I bet you it'll open up a world. Once you get into that world, there's tons of things there that have a lot of great remedies and things to use. The interesting thing, before modern medicine, which was big pharma and chemical uh, drugs to mask the symptoms of things, before that, that's all it was. And there were some incredibly successful things that people were doing. And then Big Pharma just looked at the chemical composition of the plants or things and then used synthetic chemicals to kind of create something that might be similar. But they did that so they could patent it and make money on it. But yeah, there's so many great natural things that you can be doing. Donna says, thank you for your advice on Charles Dowding. Our gardening has improved amazingly since we tried it a couple years ago. I hope many people take you up on that advice. Uh, thank you, Donnie. Yes, Charles Dowding. I love that guy. Just to watch his videos on YouTube. It's so peaceful. He knows so much about gardening naturally. And uh, you'll want to watch those if you're at all interested in gardening. Charles Dowding. And um, they're just a blessing. But he knows what he's doing and doing gardening his way produces such an abundance. It's unbelievable and it's healthy and it's just done the easiest way possible. But I love those too. I, I enjoy just watching them sometimes. This is from Mitchell and Christina. My wife and I are both very passionate about standing up for freedom. The two of us met at Canada's Freedom Convoy in Ottawa protesting against the infringements on our freedoms. That's so neat. And now they're married and they met at the Freedom Convoy. That's where you can find some like-minded people. Your movie, very useful and eye-opening to see how these issues are really just tactical tools to destroy from within. They've decided to do this project and it's kind of what I just talked about a minute ago, but they've now ordered five copies of the Twin Packs and then they're finding like-minded friends to give those to where they can have showings in their home as well and slowly grow it out from there. And as people watch the film and like it, then encourage them to get five copies and then spread it in their circle of influence. That's how God has spread this whole thing all over America. 
We never were able to get any national recognition. We were never able to uh, get some big you know, dis- distribution company to help us. God just said, nope, I want you and your family traveling and you're going to go meet the grassroots and I'm going to stir their hearts to buy 5, 10, 50, 100 copies and they're going to spread it for you. And you all have. And it's been such a blessing to see it done that way through the grassroots because that is the most powerful way to spread anything anyway. But I think that's a great idea. Thank you for doing that, Mitchell and Christina. Uh, that's just neat. I, uh, it's encouraging to, to see how God has caused so many people to come alongside us and push this thing that he asked us to do out to so many people. It's a great blessing. Danielle says, we listened to an episode of an interview with Rory Groves and Curtis, said he had planted 50 blueberry bushes and was getting berries from them already. (laughs) And I'm going to right now while I'm finishing this, show you some clips I just took this morning of all the buds on them coming up right now. It's really neat. Just planted them two summers ago and they're just covered. We are wanting to plant, just moved to the country, but don't know how much about growing them. What stage did you buy them in to produce so quickly and from where? Or what should I look for and what time of year did you plant them? Thank you for any help. Um, Well, I don't know a lot about them, but you need to look up. Do they grow where you are? And if so, I just got the little plants that weren't very big at all. They were just probably about this big. They were at Lowe's and, I don't know, $10 each or whatever, about 50 of them. And planted them in the first year you just prune off all the buds so you don't get any blueberries so the plant can really grow and they did they grew so much and you can see from the video I showed you a minute ago they've gotten a lot bigger and and I don't know if that was that good a video I just took that on my phone but they're just covered with blossoms that are just starting to open here pretty soon and then pine straw as you'll see there I had all that pine straw down they like that very much. So I know that's a good thing to do, but I am not an expert on it, but I know they're pretty simple because I've had friends that raised them and said, yeah, they're simple. If you got the right kind of soil and they can grow where you are, they're very hardy. The cold doesn't affect them and things. And so we did, but this summer, I bet you will fill at least a wheelbarrow completely full. That's how covered they are. So it's really neat. Just in a year and a half or so, I planted them kind of springtime and then they just took off from there but anyway I'm glad you wanted to do that blueberries are so healthy and they're fun and simple to grow and it's been a lot of fun Anita says thank you Curtis for calling out what is really going on as it pertains to the globalists the Israel Hamas conflict has really shown who in the church has even the foggiest idea of what is going on in general they don't know anything That's why I made the Agenda films. It's for everybody, but I primarily made it to wake up the Christians. Because 15 years ago when I made that, I looked around at my church and every church I'd ever been to. I go, they don't have a clue about anything, but they need to. We're supposed to be the salt and the light. How can you shine your light into the darkness if you don't even know what's going on there? But I agree with that. Keep sharing the truth. Up here in Trudeau's Communist Canada, we need your voice. We have four Alberta men, political prisoners, known as the Coots Four. That's one of our prayer requests this week. Pray for the Coots Four. Languishing in remand after 701 days. Trudeau's pawns in his demonic game. 
to her Christians. Please pray for them as they are paying the price for all of us who protested and stood up to the tyranny of Trudeau. We will, the Coots Four, and also the January Sixers. They're in there for us. You have to know that. You have to take it that seriously. It's because of us. They were standing up for us, and that's why they were put in there. And um, I know God will sustain them, and God will give them a huge platform whenever they are released. And I'm thankful for that. But we need to be there supporting them now and whenever they get out. Um, because it's just a travesty that that would be allowed to happen in countries that call themselves free. Cindy says, God bless you and your family. I live in central Alabama, but haven't found a good church yet. Um, And she's talking about a lot of the ones she goes to, they're using these liberal Bible studies and everything, but she's thankful to be living here, although I understand that this country is or has been taken over by, yes, the communists. Um, it's definitely in the process, but I think you'll enjoy the conservative nature of most of the people in Alabama. And uh, I'll try to get back with you once I know what city you're in, because I know several good churches in Alabama that might be a blessing to you. Kim says, quick question. Can you point me to good resources for backup power generators in the event there's an extended loss of power, weeks or more? We live in Minnesota and are not quite sure that a solar energy source would work here in winter months. We get pretty gray for days on end. No solar options like gas or tri-fuel generators all seem to have low run times with high fuel requirements. Anyway, she goes on about that. Would only run necessity items like well pump when needed and refrigeration. And she went on with some other things. Here's a key thing in that from my point of view. There could be an outage for a day or two, and those, yeah, a generator works great, and and that's a good thing to have, and I'll talk about those more in a second. But if you have the real scenario where there's it's out for weeks or a month or whatever, which is going to cause catastrophic carnage all around, then I would have systems in place. Like if you live in Minnesota, hopefully you have a wood-burning fireplace and plenty of wood, so you have that option in the dead of winter if something was to happen. Food-wise, to keep a generator there running just for a refrigerator or something is kind of silly. You need a way of quickly preserving whatever food's in there, canning it or whatever, and then not worrying about the fridge, and then hoping you have long-term food storage and things like that, or hunting options or whatever. But the pump is an excellent idea. I've thought about that at our house. Having a little generator that'll run the pump. So even if for 30 minutes a day you start the generator, People could take a shower. You, you would just have access to water for different things, washing clothes, doing things or whatever. You know, if you're just washing them in the bathtub and things like that. But water is essential. And so there's Honda generators. I was just looking up some this morning, like a 2200-watt one. They're just a little over $1,000. And they, on one gallon of gas, go between four and eight hours, depending on the load on them. Well, that's a very limited amount of gas for having power for things you might need. That would be great, too, if you had to um, you know, do it for a couple of days with refrigeration or whatever. And they have a lot of different models of the Honda generators. They're a little bit more expensive, but they're really quality, and they're quiet, and they're very efficient with the fuel. And I think it's good to have a, 
a bigger gas tank if you live out in the country. We have a big one, it's 275 gallons, but we can fill our cars with that too. It's just a gravity-fed one there, but you'd have it for the generator or the cars or whatever if you needed it. Um, and we just use it in the meantime and they have them come refill it. So it keeps the gas fresh and everything. I think the idea of keeping generators running all the time for refrigeration doesn't make any sense if it's the long-term one. If it's a few days or, or so, maybe one week, yeah, that, that's fine. But you need to have a plan B. If it's that kind of scenario, we have a way to then use the generator to start uh, boiling things so we can can them or whatever, have the canning jars there and stuff. We can can the meats and the vegetables and the fruit, whatever's in our fridge, and we can go that way with it because it wouldn't make sense to just keep that running all the time for that purpose. Leona says, Dear Brother Bowers, I keep coming up against believers who use the analogy of it takes a village. The ministry I work for uses this and it communicates communism to me. My boss thinks it's a minor issue and not worth speaking about. I disagree. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Hillary's book, It Takes a Village, is a communist mindset. It's making people start to believe the children belong to everyone. And really, the bottom line of it, everything belongs to everyone. That is communism. And what it is, it's it's convenient way to remove personal responsibility and remove the children from the home. Because now, none of the state owns the children, which many of our Democratic representatives talk like that right now. But it takes a family, a mother and a father, to raise children. And you have to have the mother and the father. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's a cop-out. And we need to take personal, individual responsibility because we each individually will stand before God. He's not going to bring the community before him and go, what would y'all do? He's going to bring each one of us and say, what did you do? Did you do the things I asked you to do? Did you take care of your spouse? Did you raise those children to love and fear me? Were you loving to your neighbors? Did you speak the truth and share the gospel with those I brought into your life? Were you faithful with the money I gave you? Uh, you know, and on and on it goes. And so I agree with you, Leona. Yeah, that's, it's frustrating when they start talking like that. And what it means is they've been influenced by all the liberal Christian propaganda out there. It's people that aren't even Christians, but they want to capture the energies of the Christian church. So they write, you know, Bible studies and things that are so liberal-minded, they pull the church into social justice and, and all this type of thing, loving big government, and because you're supposed to, that's how you love your neighbor and stuff, which is, of course, a total lie. Nino said he's interested in recommendations um, that would be helpful to shelter my family from the things that appear to be coming. And uh, though I, I think, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, prepping for 2030, that episode, and I'll link that below, I think that would be a good one to watch for kind of an overview of that. In the Top 10 States episode, which we put out there just a couple weeks ago, again on Rumble, uh, that one just has a lot of the ideas and things to be thinking about how to judge a state or where you are, or areas to be working to make it better where you are so you have more freedom to take care of your family and do what you need to do. But also, all of you remember, 
when you're preparing for something unknown, you don't know what it is. It's there's fundamental things, obviously, food, water, shelter, and protection. That's kind of the four fundamentals there. So if you have a home and a place to be, that's good. If you have water and access to water, even if the power were out, that's good. Food, you have some food stored up or access to uh, food sources. Maybe you're in a great place for fishing and hunting and stuff, but you've got at least two, four, six months of food actually stored up. And if you don't have that, start with a little bit and keep adding to it each week. But where you have that there, so you could last a while without being desperate, and then protection. Um, I encourage you all to get firearms if you don't have them. Learn how to use them. It's an important thing to be able to do anyway in this world in which we live. That is something that if there's a huge crisis, you want to be able to protect your family. If there's just gangs of violent mobs, you know, circling around, you want them to know, don't come to this house, you'll regret it. And so you might not have to do anything, but them knowing you have force there, they'll go somewhere else. But those are four basic things. Um, but that prepping for 2030, I think, talks more in detail about a lot of other things to be considering as well. Eric says, I stumbled across your first video from 2010 last night. He just wrote this. So he just watched it now. And this is kind of neat to me. You know, 14 years later, he watches it. And I just finished watching it. I've been a daily listener to Alex Jones' show since around 2006. And your video fleshed out the hierarchy of a lot of the terms and people that he has referred to over the year in a quick passing fashion, such as the Fabian Socialist. I sit here blackpilled as I watch this documentary at the State of the USA at the beginning of 2024 and all that has transpired since 2009 and 10 when you made it. And it's, it's amazing to me as I see it, too, that God had me make something that was so prophetic and that it just, it, it really was clear from history. This is where we're going and it's where we've gone. And But it's fun to me. Again, this is someone that's been knowing what's going on, watching Alex Jones for the last 15 years. But he watches this video and it just rocks his world when it's all put together. Again, I already said it, but utilize this. Just because you've seen it 10 times and know it all, don't think it wouldn't really impact other people around you. Your film from 2010 has been interesting and saddening retrospective of where things have stood 13 years ago and is only getting worse. I suspect half of the folks interviewed in this doc are now either dead or out of commission, which is sad as it means even less good folks to keep the American freedom torch burning. Eric, you're right. It makes me so sad. I'm so glad I had that opportunity with them, but many of them have died or are very old now. And, um, and I was so glad I was able to capture their wisdom, their understanding of what they'd studied for 50 years each, and, and then keep it permanently for them, for people to be awakened by their wisdom in the years to come. Tom says, I watched this video and wanted to comment about it. The globalists are communists. And he went on, my comment was, it is so good to hear encouragement and hope. Everyone needs hope. And each morning, my wife and I pray together intercessory prayers throughout the day. 
One thing we always pray about is that evil would be brought to the light. Amen. Tom, I agree with that. We should all be doing that. God, please expose their evil plans and their lies and their deceit. In politics and on a federal, state, and local level, they pray about those things too. We can see the hand of God at work in all areas. I agree 100%. We need to keep praying, and then we need to keep acting. And God is doing something right now. He really is, and it's very exciting. Then Robert had an email talking about some of the things we've covered, and then with the vaccinations and things that put anxiety and depression on the people. It makes them feel that way. He goes, I think that's probably a purposeful thing. And yes, that is the designed effect, Robert, exactly. They love anxiety because it creates fear, which causes obedience. When you're scared and someone says, come here, we'll help you. You just, you do what they say. And so that's, that's exactly what it's about. They just, they want to manipulate everything. That's why it's only bad news on the news at night. Did you ever think about that? How come they never cover the good stuff? Because that would set you free from anxiety and depression and fear and everything. So that's why they do that. When it's just thing after thing, it makes you so scared that you just, you're willing to just submit to whatever if it will solve one of the problems or one of the things you're scared about. Francisca had a long email, but it was very interesting on the history of medicine back from the Egyptians forward and a lot of different things that were very interesting. I don't have time to read, but, and then all that was things that God had given man to take care of himself and to, to come up with solutions to problems. And I, and I wrote down a note here, yes, there are millions of things God hid in nature for us to find. Uh, one of my sons is named Carver, and I named him after George Washington Carver, who was an incredible researcher, wonderful man, but he was a Christian, and he knew, of course, God has hidden things in nature for us to find, and he prayed to God, and I have a little book that talks about him doing that, that God would show him a hundred uses for the peanut, and he prayed, God, I know you've hidden things in there, would you show them to me? And he did, and he wrote this little book that I have, A Hundred Uses for Peanuts, and it's amazing all the things as a scientist he discovered about the peanut. But I think it's like that in everything. But what Big Pharma has done, like I talked about earlier, they've hijacked all of that using chemicals to trick the body into things where it thinks you're getting this or that, but you're really not. You're getting chemicals. And so it just covers symptoms, but then they can be patented. That's, it's a key thing. And Catherine has the story of so many. I heard your podcast about modern medicine. Thank you for getting the word out. My precious dad was murdered by the hospital in February of 22 under the guise of COVID. After our bizarre and horrific treatment by the hospital staff, my whole worldview changed. And I realized we are living in a modern day Nazi Germany. It's exactly what we're living in. And... Um, just like the episode we had a week or so ago, too, on that. It's, it's where human life has no value. When you throw God out, all of a sudden we are not precious. The only thing that makes a human being precious and not just an animal is that we're made in the image of God and he has given us a soul so we are eternal beings. 
And if you don't believe that, though, then to shoot a human being or to shoot a squirrel or to step on an ant, there is zero difference in that. And that's why these people are so evil. They believe that. There is no difference. And if there's poor people or sick people, just eliminate them all. It's like, you know, putting bug poison around your house. Get rid of the things you don't want. It's literally that hardcore. We have to remember that. Okay, just two more and I'm done. This is from Jonathan. Hey, Mr. Bowers, I just wanted to reach out and thank you for the recent episode on the Devolution documentary. I personally know several who have bought into this theory, including some in my own family. This episode will be helpful if the topic comes up in conversations. I truly believe the way some people view President Trump is idolatrous. Anyway, thank you, uh, Jonathan. I'm so glad that you and your wife listened to this and everything. That's a great blessing. And yes, we have to expose the lies, especially ones that are sucking in people on our side to believe things that are not true. Last one is from Marcia. Curtis, what a beautiful song by your son. It brought tears to my eyes. Thank you so much for exposing the truth, but most importantly, continually pointing us to the one who will deliver us from all this evil. May God bless you and your family. I'm praying for you. Thank you, Marcia. I appreciate that. We can't forget that. Like I talked about the little note from my friend Eric at the beginning, God's in total control. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he wants us just simply to trust and obey and to be faithful today. Our verse for this week before I play the song for you by our family that I think will really be a blessing to you is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When the world says you just have blind faith, oh no, we don't. It is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. There's evidence for it. What's the evidence? The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day utter speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. No one will have an excuse. But don't forget that. The substance of what you're hoping in is Jesus Christ. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I hope you enjoy this song, and until next week, God bless you. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come, no more clouds in the sky, no more tears to dim the eye, all is peace forevermore.
stay.